Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 448. That was the best song I've ever written. Right there, for the Nerdist Podcast number 448. Uh, Matt Meyer and I are doing a couple of dates on the road. So come see us on Saturday, December 7th at the Vic Theater in Chicago. And then on Friday the 13th. Um, at the Showbox in Seattle. Go to nurse.com slash calendar for information and tickets on that. Hey, guess what? Audible.com sponsored this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. If you go to audible.com slash Nerdist, you can get a free audiobook download. If you've listened to an audiobook, it probably came from audible.com. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from. Every genre. It doesn't matter what the genre is. I don't know why they would be like, well... (laughs) You can have horror and politics, but not psychotherapy. No, it's every genre. Um, might I recommend Ready Player One by Ernest Cline? Because, A, I think you will enjoy it. It, uh, it is probably a reference bank that was programmed almost directly from your brains. And it was narrated by none other than Huil Huiten. Uh, so <laughs> go to audible.com slash Nerdist. Uh, get your free audiobook download. And uh, thanks to them for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, which is a hostful. I know, I know. Why aren't there more Hostful Podcasts? Who am I? I don't know. Maybe I'm you. Maybe I'm not you. Maybe you don't care. But you're still listening, I imagine. Um, I tricked the sister wives into doing a Hostful Podcast. It's about a, This is like a month ago. Uh, we were at the At Midnight studio, and we were doing the uh, rather apologetic intro to the Harrison Ford podcast, which people actually weren't that mad about. So, thanks. Thanks for being patient with us on that one. So anyway, we were doing the big uh, mea culpa intro, and then I just started talking to them, and they held their mics in their hands, and then by the end of it, I was like, I tricked you guys into... 45 minutes of hostful podcast so sometimes you gotta do that sometimes you gotta bear trap them a little bit and just sneak up and then bang podcast so uh there will be more hostful podcasts in the future and i'm pretty sure when at midnight comes back on january 6th my schedule will be more regular and so we'll be able to do more of them because i won't be traveling around all over the place so 
there you go. Also, I know on some of these podcasts, we're having some irritating mic issues. Um, I don't mean some irritating guy named Mike. I mean an irritating microphone uh, issue. And part of it was just the, the temporary setup that we had at the At Midnight Studios. We had a crappy table, and the microphones were crappy temp mics, and whenever you touch the table, that would just sound fidgety with the mic. So anyway, again, now that we're coming back, we're going to have a more permanent microphone solution, so we shouldn't have any more audio problems. So thank you for um, being patient through that. Well, I'll, let's be honest. Thank most of you for being patient with that. Uh, and here is the Nerdist Podcast number 448, Some Hope. Boastful goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. It's been really fun. I'm very excited for you to come on. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Are uh, we doing a hostful? Is this, is this what we're doing? What? A hostful? What? I mean, no? Why not? I don't. Might as well just squeeze one out. Check the time. I don't know. What Do you not have I time? Have? I don't know. We got to get the show ready for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. The show practically writes itself. Doesn't it, man? Yeah, not really. Uh, I used to hear that. I do love it. I do love it. I love, the, uh, I love coming in in the morning. And kind of going, well, I, I think we know what we're going to do, but I don't know. And then just like just making it, piecing it together. It's, yeah. It's fun. It's, it's something. It's not, as, it's not as intense as Attack of the Show every day. Correct. Yeah, because it's a half hour instead of an hour. Well, not only that, but also you had to produce segments and you had to shoot sketches. Yeah. and yeah. Get, I mean, this is, you know, it, if the show were running for a while, it's pretty Yeah, it's I, pretty I agree structured. with that. Yeah. yeah. So when uh, they pick us up, uh, we what? will gladly, we know we'll gladly make that work. <laughs> I heard I it's we doing do well. More. I heard it's doing real well. It's a lot of fun. It's a good show. Who, yeah, I don't know. Proud you never... I'm talking business, not art right now. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. You're talking biz art. I'm talking biz marquee art. If dads can get the back nine, <laughs> so can we. <laughs> back nine? We wanna... get... Dads are always on the back nine. Golf. Uh, 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 it got picked up. Oh, no. I like that. Yeah, but ours wouldn't be. He was wrong. I, I was a. I was yeah, you know, there's a sound you can make when you like a joke. It's called laughter. What? I just needed to. He was already shitting on it, and I just wanted to let you know. No, it wasn't bad. What's the like, point. Well, I was just thinking, Jonah. I was, I was just thinking that because we don't. Uh, this show would be an everyday show, not like a not like a nine episodes kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're Ooh, getting. Sounds a, like we got someone's a guest. knocking. Who do you think it is? I don't know. Who's Keep coming on to the show? Come, come in, guest. Enjoy. Oh, hello, Sean. <laughs> hello, Monica. We're just recording Monica's a show. We weren't going to say stay the fuck out. <laughs> stay out. We're doing our art. We're doing our biz art. Anyway, guys, back to what we're saying. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> farts that's like are the, chili beans. But farts are the breast. <laughs> oh, my God. That's perfect. Can what? we use that somehow? What? Farts are the breast? Yeah. Sure. Hashtag it. <laughs> Hollow your fart. Hashtag <laughs> Fucking fourteen, uh, <laughs> but uh, love anyway. the hashtag games at, at midnight. The hashtag games. Are really, I got into really one fun. yesterday, like balls deep. Just went went for it, and yeah. then I realized it was it was just Jensen Carp started it, and it wasn't an at midnight <laughs> yeah. game. And then like by the time that one showed up, I was like, I was too that tired. was disgusted at the in the at, at the office. Like, yeah. oh, Jonah's really going to town on that hashtag. That's not I, ours. I, I just like I I saw it a good one though. It was a uh, Halloween wrappers. 
And so I had a DM Exorcist. Nice. Um, pretty good. I had a Nightmare on the Streets. Nice. That's a pretty good one, I thought. Was, uh, uh, N-W-A-C-H-U-D. <laughs> <laughs> pretty proud of that one. Pretty Tupac Shakur, You Afraid of the Dark. Uh, oh. No one liked that one at all. Uh, yeah. Oh. And then this one was the worst stretch, which was uh, Friday the 13th. Now, I say that mostly because the Friday soundtrack was a great collection of hip-hop. Always better when you get to explain it. Yes, yes. <laughs> but people got it. They just didn't like it. They just weren't a fan. Yeah, yeah. It's like the guy in that scene in Ed Wood. I, li- uh, I get it. I'm I don't not, like it. I'm not, I'm not sure about it. They just showed Ed Wood on the patio at the Cat and Fiddle the other day. Did you go? Was, yeah, I went. Why don't, they, uh, why don't they call it the Catio? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't. Because they're not hashtagging things. Yeah. Sorry, I can't get out of that mode. No one can. Someone help. <laughs> you guys been doing any Halloween-y things? I uh, went to some parties over the weekend. What would uh, you dress up as? Um, Chloe and I dressed up as Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. So uh, she was Banjo and I was Kazooie. I was dressed all in red and I had a bird face on hey. and some wangs. And uh, yeah. I, I was, everyone's not usually as excited about my greatest American hero outfit as I am excited about it. Well, you've just been using it a bunch the past 10 years. You fuck yourself. It's awesome. <laughs> it was given to me by he's, aliens to give me special powers. $40 on something, I lost the instructions. I uh, lost the instructions. Did you do anything? No. Believe it or not, man is walking on oh air. Never saw it go feel. Did you guys see uh, Martin D's outfit? See what? Yeah, that was great. Thanks. Yeah, that, that was, was really D's idea. What? Oh, I did see the Instagram. What was? What was? What was it? It was uh, Simon and Hecubus from Kids in the Hall. Hecubus! Oh. Hecubus! Hecubus! Evil! Evil! Um. Uh. Yeah. D. Uh, oh, Hecubus. D's good at dressing up like a. A guy Dave looking so attractive. It's uh, really weird to me. Let's talk about that. I don't know. How I don't do you know feel about it? I remember one time, it's like right at, we started dating, right, like uh, the, in Halloween, right before we started dating, she was uh, Robert Shaw uh, from Jaws. Nice. And she had like facial Quince, hair yeah. and a beanie on. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird. You might have played for the wrong team. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm playing for the right team. Meow, 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 uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Cheers costume, costume was, was really good. Where the guy phenomenal. was holding up the, he had the beer and then the credits of like yeah, the plate. Yeah. Les yeah. Charles and yeah. Chris Lloyd. Oh god, that, that was so good. good. I saw uh, Miss Argentina from Beetlejuice, like just full on body paint, all the green. Body oh wow, paint. really great looking. Well, I, body I, I, I like Halloween. Idea, I just I wish I had more uh, activities to do surrounding it. The body paint, I think you you always think is going to be a good idea, and then everything turns green. Yeah, you're like shit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, can is that from a very it? real life experience? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. You were the green Another girl. Another failed Gumby outfit. Oh. <laughs> you were on the road doing shows, right? Yeah, I was on. I was away for a while. I don't like travel uh, <laughs> or stand up very much. But you're uh, so succinct uh, about it. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I was I was all over. I, I did a show in Phoenix at Stand Up Live, and that was a blast. Uh, the people who came out were really cool. There was a guy who uh, did he, the guy who designed that really cool Nagel style uh, Bruce Gutter. Yep. Uh, yeah. And he was there. He made a print of it. That was really cool looking. Uh, then I went to I did Headline San Francisco with Nick Youssef. 
And that was a lot of fun. Nick Youssef. Yeah. Youssef. You remember Nick Youssef? No, I'm not saying that. I was just, I was saying it like, oh, I like was you, getting Nick confrontational. Youssef. Yeah, Nick Youssef's really fucking funny. Yeah, I remember. He's great. I, I remember when he was just a kid. Like, you guys were, you're probably about the same we're age. We're the as same Nick. age. And so a lot of the material, I had to keep on doing the, uh, Nick was talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Nick and I are the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, but we're both going the same thing. And then I see. Uh, so it's like doing a really polished open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick was talking about uh, turn 30. And uh, Nick was talking about the not connecting to youth. Uh, Nick was, and uh, because, like, but his, if like people wanted to hear, like, straight up awesome uh, musings and jokes about turning 30. Uh, and then they, after they just want to see a guy kind of wander around and ramble about it. It was a perfect evening for those people. Well, I'll tell you, I remember when Nick, you, I remember when I first started seeing Nick was in the, when I was still doing open mics at the Bruco and yeah. you were there and you were there <laughs> and you, no, it was, um, it was Nick Youssef and Ari Shafir and David Taylor yeah, and all, all the comedy store like guys. Comedy store guys. Yep. And yeah. Uh, it was really, it was Nick's, a lot Nick's, of fun. Nick's really funny. I mean, I, I do remember watching him on stage back, like in the open mic days, just, he was up there and he had all this energy and he yeah. was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But I but he apparently really fucking figured really, it out. He really did. Uh got sober. Oh, uh, good. Yes, about a year ago. And so just uh That just, can be helpful. Yeah, 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 definitely. He said like it helped him just kind of more focus on like the specific wording of everything and right. stuff like that. So that was fun. Kumel and I did a couple shows. Uh we did one uh we did shows in uh, uh, uh Portland and then Seattle. I think it's pronounced Q Mail. Q Mail. Sorry, Q Mail. <laughs> Mail of the year, uh, and so we did those, and those were a lot of fun. I got to go to the sub pop offices. What? Yeah, I that saw that Instagram. Crazy. Did you have a good were, time? Were, were the, were, at the time we, when you were there, were you just like, you want to put out my next comedy? I was there to just kind of meet the guy, okay. um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think it would happen. Uh, they haven't put out because like the, the, they put out big comedians, uh, but um, but it was. What do you mean like crazy. John Panette and Louis Anderson? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I like it. I like Come it. on. It's fun. Uh, but when I was going into the back area where they have all their, uh, you know, their their warehouse space, a uh, guy was walking by pushing a hand cart with, stacked with boxes. And then he goes into like a freight elevator. And they go, hey, Mark. And he goes, hey, guys. And then the elevator starts to go down. I was like, oh, it's Mark Arm from uh, Mudhoney. He runs the uh, the warehouse for Sub Pop. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. I was like, that's fucking rad. And just dude going about his business. I was like. Touch me, I'm sick. <laughs> That'd be funny cool. if I was like, I love Touch Me, I'm Dick. You guys were such a major influence <laughs> on uh, shit. I can't remember the name of the band and singles. Which one? Uh, the main, the guy. Oh, uh, you mean? Um, oh fuck! His, his band because their song was Touch Me, I'm Dick, um, which was a takeoff of Touch Me, I'm Sick. Oh god damn it! And I can then, almost. It, oh fuck! It's driving me crazy. The internet will know. Anytime Chris can't remember a 90s reference, he gets really upset. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> that was, was his time? decade. That was, was his decade. Time? Uh, uh, oh, no. It's not band and sync. It's band and single. I typed it. Um, but uh, when I, I... Someone in the crowd... like I was doing a little bit of crowd work in Phoenix, and someone mentioned cocaine, and then a bunch of people yelled out, Bruce Gunner! <laughs> <laughs> And so I went into it for a bit, and then I realized there were some people not laughing, and I was like, oh, let me explain. <laughs> Bruce Gutter is a character from yeah. the podcast. Uh, podcast is a radio show on the internet. Yeah. But then I was also doing the uh, hosting Comedy Central's Up Next comedy competitions yeah, yeah. around the country. Uh, they, uh, the, one, the first one was in, uh, they told me it was in Chicago, but it was actually in Schaumburg, Illinois, which is uh, 45 minutes <sighs> west. And Citizen it's, Dick. Citizen Dick, that's God it. God damn it. 
Uh, and it's in Schaumburg and like baby. I went on stage and like Schaumburg's just this like suburb and I was across the street from a huge mall and I texted a bunch of my friends from the Chicago suburbs being like what's there to do in Schaumburg they're like uh it's the mall and so when I went on stage I was like you know I was really excited when Common Central said I was going to go to Chicago but it turns out I'm actually in Schaumburg that's like telling somebody they get to go to Chicago but they actually have to go to Schaumburg <laughs> How do they respond to that? Not well, Chris. <laughs> really? Turns yeah. out they like where they live. Yeah, I was like, you guys don't like uh, Norm Macdonald derivative joke <laughs> about your town and how shitty it is? You should have gone over to Shermer, Illinois and watched those two Note to self with, with their computer and then all those <laughs> other kids in detention. <laughs> and then that one kid skipping school. Skipping school. Uh, so the shows went well? Yes, the shows went well. Good. I'm very glad to hear that. Are people coming out because of Joan Radio and shit? More nerdist, I think, uh, Chris. If that makes you feel good, well, I figured um, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's a it's a weird thing because you remember like before <laughs> before Matt and I before Matt and I started our own uh, separate podcast. Yo, know, there would be the specific fans of us that would come up and go, "Hey, Team Matt," or like, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they would do that, or "Hey, yeah. Team, jo- I'm totally Team Jonah." But now they can just go like, uh, "Hey." Big fan of Jonah Radio, and that's yeah. like, that's the new way of yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that. Which Big is fan so of James much more Bonding. positive, yeah. so much more positive. James than Bonding saying, or hey, Phoebe? Yeah. I think you're better than your friend. Yeah. I go, yeah, that's my friend. <laughs> no, but you hate that fucking guy, right? Okay. <laughs> Come on. I mean, if you want me to, I guess our I don't, uh, sensibilities. You hate that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Yeah. Thanks, guys. But uh, yeah, they were fun, and I got a. Uh, I didn't like traveling as much. I didn't like being. Of course a, not. Just like in the, there was a couple where I just you know. Fly in that day, fly out the next day, fly out the next yeah. day, fly I'm out familiar. the next day. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Those shows that for the shows that Firm and I used to do when we used to do when Hard and Firm used to do colleges, the schedule was fucking so brutal. I mean, because we would there inevitably it would be a show like somewhere in the eastern region of the country that was not near a major airport. Yeah, and so we would do this thing because we didn't want to be gone long and like spend money on hotel and stuff. You know. Um, where we would get up at like four in the morning, mm. fly out at six, cut you know go through a, a connecting airport, go to the smaller airport, rent a car, drive a hundred miles, get to the show just in time for like sound check, do the show, hang out, eat dinner afterwards, you know, hang out with the the student council that booked us, yeah, uh, and then the next morning just to do it all in reverse. And it was, it was, it just turned into like, you know, the happiest time of your life. Thousand dollar scavenger hunt. Yeah. Where it was like somewhere in the United States, there's a thousand dollars. You have to find it. Yeah. You know, performing. You have to split it in half. I got to say, friend. It, was, it was, and then, and then take out travel expenses and commissions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I have ninety dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was pretty amazing. But you, the colleges, you'd show up and then they'd be like. Oh yeah, we just started handing out flyers today, so um, I don't know. There's a movie on campus, so yeah. you know. Also, it's finals week, so. But honestly, might be a little bit in spite of that, I can't imagine. I having to do it alone, I think would have been a bummer. But getting to do it with Mike was so much fucking fun. Yeah, just an excuse to just hang out, just hang out and eat at Cracker Barrels and yeah, yeah. have fun and you know. We never get to hang out anymore. Now Mike has two kids. I we just I just yeah. talked to him the other day, and I'm like, we have to schedule time to hang out. And he's like, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds real organic for a friendship. When you but have you to have play. to do that though. Yeah, like you you, to, when you, you get to, busy, oh, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, I have to fucking schedule time with people. It's not cool. It's not, it's not fun. It's I don't fun. like it. I have to schedule time with my own wife. Yeah, well, that's because <laughs> she's, she's busy. She's really busy. <laughs> I get back from like a trip, going, let's hang out. She's like, life didn't stop when you left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I guess I didn't hit the right button. Robert Shaw, (laughs) yeah, Robert Shaw, Dave from Chainsaw and Dave, 
Torgo. She's guys every year. Be honest. Did you do it while she had the beard on? Uh, the Torgo beard? Or the Robert Shaw? Or the Robert I didn't Shaw. know her when she did Robert Shaw. Okay. Uh, but with Torgo? Like, yeah. Really? No, no, oh, of course okay. not. Of course, no, not. of course not. That'd be It'll silly. Be kind of I mean, a safe zone just to like, feel those yeah. beard hairs scrape up against the shaft of your penis, Jonah. <laughs> It'd be like giving myself a blowjob. <laughs> Would it really? I don't know. Do you think you'd be good at it? Do I think I'd be good at it? Yeah. I think I'd be the best at it. <laughs> I think we'd all be good at it. Yeah, yeah. We know what we want. Give, so. go, like, give a little bit of room for, you know, figuring it out. Yeah. Katie, plug your ears. <laughs> with dicks. <laughs> no, don't plug your ears with dicks. Well, there's three of us here. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> oh, that's an audio podcast. That's when it hit it. Poor <laughs> Katie. Where are you going? In my scenario, though, she just had her ears plugged with dicks, and one of us was blowing ourselves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the podcasts you do, have you ever been like so uncomfortable that you wanted to like leave? No. Between our show and Pete's show and like all the ones, you've never been super yeah, uncomfortable? Never. How have you how have you maintained such a, a cool everything's a okay vibe? I just don't care. She surfs. <laughs> she surfs. It's that surfer vibe, you know? You just gotta kind of surfer chick. Matt's going to pee. Matt, it's a long cord. I really <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It'll You're the only long reach. cord in that bathroom. Am I? <laughs> right. Oh man. <laughs> and with the Bruce Gutter dismount. I tried to not make it Bruce Gutter, but it just slipped into you it. You can't help it, man. It's like, I don't know where you end and Bruce Gutter begins. In the back. What? (laughs) (laughs) What's going to be funny is that you're going to get so comfortable doing that and you're going to do it someplace at a show expecting like, this is going to destroy. And then people are going to be like, what is that? Well, you know, uh, I think it was when you were looking looking at the singles thing. Like I mentioned, someone said cocaine at that Phoenix show and then people yelled out Bruce Gutter. And then like I went into it and it like was destroying. That was the thing about that Phoenix show. There was a, you know, it's a large room, but there were 60 people there, which is like, you know, to the club, a disaster. Right. But for me, <laughs> um, but for me, 60 people to come like to pay just to see me, 60 people, that's, and that's a lot of money. That's like 20 bucks for a ticket. Well, if you were to continue middle. touring, that would, the, the, the way that it works is that when you go back, that tends to roughly double every year. Yeah. But it was, you know, I, I was astounded that was more than double that i thought was gonna yeah. come and they were all really into it and we had like a i had a dance competition on stage people had to do interpretive dancing to uh hulk hogan songs and then uh the winner <laughs> uh who turned out like had been broken up with that day by his girlfriend and oh. spent his last hey. amount of money on the ticket at least like, he won yeah he won oh did yeah. you buy that guy drinks afterwards did you hang out with him i did he hung out with us all night he was real excitable and really funny jonah's real good about hanging out he's the best yeah i just i think about it like if i you know, I, and I really went up to people that I, you know, enjoy and to like say hi or, you know, but if that person would just like go like, hey, let's hang out like or like, come, we're going yeah. over here. I, it would mean so much to me. And I'm not saying that I'm in that place for anybody, you know, anybody out there. But like what's like if it's just like if you were, though, yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. it'd be really uh, appreciative. I used to do that when um, when I was first when I f- was first kind of touring when I was like, oh, I think I'll, you know. Our manager Alex said, "Oh, well, you know, try try some bigger venues and see if people show up." And and I did okay. This was probably like four years ago, but um, I would do these street teams in different cities where I remember that yeah. people would volunteer yeah. and they would make their own flyers and put up around the city, and then they would um, uh, then I would give them tickets to the show, and then we'd get you know we'd hang out and get dessert and stuff. Yeah, and it was just, really just fun. dessert, no dinner. 
It was well. It was it was no. It was just dessert. No. It was just dessert. But they were. It was. It was like a. It was like snazzy dessert. Oh, all right. Well, like not just. Case. We didn't just like go to an ice cream. Like we went to a place and got like pies. Well, and ice cream place could be fun. No, I'm not saying it's not fun. You're well, really I mean, deconstructing you're really. this far too much. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it was. Uh, it was a really cool because when people can more than anything, I think with a podcast, when people connect to your podcast, they're probably people you would hang out with. Yeah. Because they're if they come back going, oh, I kind of relate to how that guy is, then you more often than not 95% of the time probably relate back to them yeah so it's uh, it, it was really fun it was really fun when, when I, I used to have time yeah to do I'd that. hang out with them if I hung out with people yeah <laughs> well, you know it was also like you know I, when I got in uh, you know one of the guys that I ended up hanging out with that last time we were in Arizona you know that weird yeah, yeah. that weird journey I had where I became uh, better Carl yes um you know the uh, like that guy. He's a hey, so hey. You know he DM me, and then we went and got. He took me out to dinner, and then like him and his wife came to the show, and it was just. And we went to a record store. It was. Oh, wow. That's that's and that's the kind of stuff that used to happen when I would tour in bands, where it's you'd roll into town, you'd make some friends, and you'd hang out with them. You know, just like yeah. just friends for that day. But then the next time you come in, you get to see him again, yeah. and you get to hang out, and you get to catch up. And I, I think that's a really cool part of guys. Let's go to do a some. live nerdist somewhere. Yeah, it's been a while. We should just try and find a spot. December would be January. good. I won't be working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't be either. I mean, Talking Dead will be done. At Midnight will be done. We'll I'm be saying. waiting. What I'm saying. Let's just um, do two. Uh, yeah. Well, I know I'm doing, I'm doing stand-up in Seattle and Minneapolis and Chicago. Well, let's cannibalize those dates. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, we could see if we could find some place to do a show. Who's going to be the lucky city? <laughs> Who will it be? Where's, where's an area we haven't been to the southeast? Driggs, we Idaho. That's in uh, Idaho, not the southeast. Let's fucking let's go to Zanies in Nashville. Home um, or do you want to you want to save your hometown for like a like your own show? I right? just tend to like to do the podcasts around like Comic-Con. Uh, like Comic Con. That's true. Because then it's like people the pe- people like are already clustered there, and, and then it's sort of great. Yeah. I'll see you at Stan Lee's Kamikaze this weekend. <laughs> I'll be in San Francisco. Oh, no one's going to that. No. <laughs> To me in San Francisco. Oh, I'm not performing in San no, Francisco. To you in San Francisco, sure people would go to that. No, 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 no. I'm I'm hosting an event in San Francisco. What's the event? Um, it's for uh, it's for uh, uh, an organization called Samosaurus. Hmm? It's a private. I don't know what that hey, you know they even, moved. Uh, they moved the, the Exploratorium. What the fuck? They moved it from the Palace of uh, Fine Arts. Yeah. The, no. Is that right? Palace of Fine Arts. Yeah. Now no. it has its own pier. It's awesome. Bullshit. Yeah. It's uh, it's on. It's I think it's like Pier 13, maybe. It's great. What Everything's set up. Oh, you were up. just there, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just in that. So a bunch of us went. Uh, like Robin von Swank was in town. So oh, she's great. Like uh, me, Amin. You know, Amin, big Amin. Yeah. Uh, does the comedy and burrito festival in San Francisco? I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> he's a he's the Sklar's favorite reference. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sklar is coming on the old uh, at midnight show. I'm really glad that they agreed to do that. Separately? Are they separate? Separately, they're competing against each other. Yeah, that's awesome. It's them and and Funches. Oh man, are you, are you gonna? Are they gonna flank Funches? Well, we like to put whoever we like to put the uh, most random person on the end usually. Yeah. So I feel like that would be Ron. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's funny but that we were already developing great. patterns, and we've at this point we've only done five shows, yeah. really. Yeah. But it's the amount of the amount we learn every show is. I, I'm so thankful that we did run through live run throughs at Meltdown all summer long because it just totally. It just totally changed 
everything. Yeah. Like having to having to uh Shorts the learning curve. Well, it, it not only that, but it, it just uh it, it's fun from um an analytical standpoint of being able to do it and then workshop it. I just I fucking love the workshopping process. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even even when stuff misses and you can go fuck, how do we how do we do that better? What can yeah. we do again? Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited I mean, to do more. Rarely misses Jonah. I don't know what he's. <laughs> yeah. You know what you miss? We're zipping up your fly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Let me get the. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know Thanks, miss? buddy. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I did miss it. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's just, I mean, he told me like a friend would tell me. Yeah. Take out your dong in public, and no one can film it on a phone and put it on the internet. Forties on four. <laughs> How do you know about the internet? Forties on four. <laughs> what, what, what? Who is this? Uh, I'm oh, having visions again. <laughs> Mother, it's happening again. Forties on four. <laughs> My oh, nose uh, is bleeding. Black blood. <laughs> <laughs> the visions here they come can't stop them Forties on ball i watched uh men in black three last night like for i was flipping the channels that had just started and for some reason it held my attention the entire i time. wanted to love it because i fucking loved the shit out of jermaine but um it just uh did he write it no he was in it oh yeah he was the villain jermaine clement from flight of the concords uh and new zealand <laughs> he's from new zealand yeah well he didn't he's from new really zealand Brit. get to be himself at all didn't get to be Brit. himself Brit. Uh, no, I lied. I thought fucking Brolin was great. Oh, Josh Brolin was fucking awesome. I didn't hate it. I was just like, oh, I mean, I don't, it's a tough, it's a movie like that is really tough, especially when the, the first movie is so amazing. It's like they did it, you know, like they did it in one movie and it's like, how do you come back and there's really not that many other ways you can attack that premise in film. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And they missed badly in the second one <laughs> I mean, the second one and the third one i thought it you know it was held my attention i always like mm. time travel-y stuff anyway and sort of like timelines and the yeah like, josh yeah. Bro- josh brolin was on, oh he nailed was it fantastic he was amazing he was amazing and will smith did a great will smith will smith did a, the best will smith he I've was seen so good since just made, i just made katie Day. giggle twice yeah. who doesn't give a shit now katie ha <laughs> <laughs> ha uh, happened weird <laughs> um but yeah, I was very, I was surprised that it, I was like, I was going to go to bed. It was 10 o'clock and uh, that's how cool I am. I go to bed around 10, yeah. 10 30. That and happened to uh, me uh, when I was, uh, I got to a hotel and I was about to go to bed and then I saw that Independence Day was on and I finished the entire thing. I watched that again uh, in Austin kicker, uh, at, the, kicker, at the draft house. Kicker. It's so bad. It's such a bad movie. Yeah. It's such a, like, I loved it. Loved it. In yeah. I didn't, I thought it was a perfect movie and it's real bad. Are you saying to me that you couldn't upload a virus to an alien spacecraft with a power book? You know or what? Didn't someone else, even did some other movie did that? Isn't, even that part isn't what sucks about the movie. The rest of the movie sucks. The some other movie terrible. did that recently. It was a very similar take down some the aliens. Movie uploaded a virus to the aliens? It's like they took an alien ship to a You're just thinking ship. about War of the Worlds where they actually catch a virus. No, 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 no. no. Something recently. But if you remember... It was different than anything that come out, had come out up to that point because it was a, and when I remember seeing in the theater the opening weekend, yeah, July Fourth weekend, whatever that year was, eight ninety six or seven or whatever. Will Smith it was. owned that weekend for he like five years. He fucking owned it, and it was uh, I, at the time the effects were cool, and in, and having like a snarky guy, and Will Smith has already had already built a- up a lot of goodwill. Action after. sci-fi. There had been a lot of action sci-fi. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And the what was the what was the movie what was the movie that Will Smith was in with uh, Judy da- Judy Davis and um, uh, Six Degrees Dennis of Leary. Separation? Oh, but was it Six Degrees of Separation? 
There might have been another one. He wasn't. Yeah, six degrees of separation was great. Yeah, but he was he was kind of like making his way up the. Oh, oh that was his like yeah. That's when he became a he became way, like a huge no box way office. You know how. Apparently, the stories that I've heard are that when he started to kind of hit big, mm-hmm. they basically just went in and drew a map, and they're like, these are all the types of movies that do well. <laughs> And then he systematically like made one of those movies for the all the. Con- Did he know. use some sort of science to kind of break down what makes somebody a huge superstar? Um, how do you mean? Just well, I mean it'd be some sort of ology of yeah, some yeah, type. Yeah. Of some type. It, it may be science. Might, there might be science to it. I don't yeah. know. So wait, hold on. There's a knock at the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why did they bother knocking? <laughs> the window's open. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn my head so they can get the fucking jugular. Here, I knew this was coming here. Let me just uh, pull this back here for you. Flick, flick. Thank you. Flick, flick. Uh, so what are you guys doing this? What are you doing, Joe? I know where you are. You'll be here every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just going on auditions. And do you like that process? I do. Really? I do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. You're tell, me bra- about, tell me about your life. You're a braver man than I. It's no, great. You're not. It's I love pretty it. good, right? I love my life. I love it so much. It's good. Yeah, it's so nice. I love my wife. I love my life. I'm a bearded wife. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, uh, it's uh, it's just you know, being home more, um, focusing beard. on relationship stuff. Yeah, like, you know, I like it. I like it a lot. They're having their own podcast yeah, over there while we're having a discussion <laughs> as friends. Yeah. I just, I just cracked a joke. I just cracked the dumbest joke ever, and Katie laughed. And I held the microphone up to her mouth so I would get the laugh on them. And she just goes, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> she, was, she was just thinking about the laugh. She you was, made it she weird. She was pity uh, laughing. She was pity laughing. She was like, well, he said it in a funny intonation. That's funny. Um, but things are good otherwise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the, you know, the audition process. Things are good uh, besides yeah. your great life? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you know, the, uh, a lot of stuff I've been trying to do is, you know, figure out the day-to-day how to just you know, what, what can make people happy? What makes you happy? What, you know, that, that stuff that trying to uh, uh, take out that stress out of the life of just always waiting for the next thing to happen. Uh, you know, it's been never being satisfied when it does. That's the thing I'm trying to work on. Enjoying Bruno. Yeah. Uh, that's just, uh, enjoying, you know, everything that's, well, that's what I felt a lot of the same thing with the, at midnight show was like, Oh, it's not going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen. Oh, it's on the air. And then and and still being like, oh, "Are we going to stay on? Is our people watching it? Yeah. Are people enjoying, you know, rather than just going, "Hey, whether the show comes back or not, this is a fucking like yeah. the 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 team is amazing. The staff is hilarious and everyone's nice and it's really one of the best experiences that I've ever had. And so I've really had to force myself to be like, if it if it doesn't go past the next 3 weeks, I'm still super proud of what we're doing and, and, and just trying to enjoy. I mean, it's legitimately fun. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, I'm so excited that I get to come here and do yeah. this. And, you know, no, rather than being sad, like, oh, it might not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, that's a, there's an interesting thing when something like that gets a little more long term or, you know, that, that's a lot of the thought process that's happened since, you know, I got married is that there's a thing in my life now that's kind of a locked groove. For the first, like, it's the first thing in my life that's consistent. Yeah, because even your house, you rent it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my <laughs> house is house rented. Pets. Yeah, but like, I, yeah, I got like a someone that's going to be with me, um, you know, for the rest of my life, and it's it's that's I think a thing that happens when you kind of get into it. Like you got this thing, which is the most steady, even though it's what four weeks. Yeah, it's four, four weeks. weeks, but still, that's the most like consistent, steady thing 
because it's every day yeah. and it's four weeks and it's just kind of sets you on this and it kind of puts you into a spot where you have to relax and it's very nice. Yeah, so because I've been getting a lot of, uh, aren't you busier now? And I'm like, well, but this has given me a structure that it's it just made everything more stable. You know, before the show... And before we got into pre-production and everything, it's like my days were, I was fucking running all over the place. Oh, yeah. go for a podcast, go here, go to a meeting here, go to this, go to your show, you know. And uh, travel every weekend. And now this has sort of forced me to just have some regularity and it's I love it. really nice. Yeah, yeah. I know you I you were digging it out even after the first few days I yeah. texted you. I just like being in a writer's room. It's nice. And you and you guys do an amazing job. Every 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 writer uh, should have the opportunity to sit in a room with Blaine with for, Blaine for, weeks, yes, for yes. weeks on end. It's, it's really it's great. It's a delight. It's yeah. a delight. Blaine raises the level of a room. It just he just makes it. He's he's just like a, he's like a human air freshener. You just no. put him in a room yeah. and Blaine, the room gets better. Blaine is perfectly designed uh, to make Chris laugh. <laughs> late seventies TV reference. Like it's 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 exactly. Late, late, there's so many of them. <laughs> so like it's if you put all of the if say Will Smith's team went around designing someone to make uh, Chris laugh, they yeah. would spit out Blaine Capatch. Yeah, yeah. If you, like no matter what it is, Blaine will have some sort of a reference that it's so fucking funny because most people watching our show wouldn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. Like you'd be like, uh, okay, the hashtag is. Uh, Computer actors, and you'd be like Gavin McIcloud, and you'd be like, God damn it, it just fucking kills me every fucking time. Well, he tried to get a Mary Hart and Mary Hart reference in the other day. <laughs> Mary Hart, Mary Hart, <laughs> uh, and the yeah, no, it's really it's fun. And then we like I like to yell out whatever decade he's referencing. Just oh, that's great. Sixties, sixties, seventies, and then that, that's, it's a fifty-fifty. And then I go forties when they were doing run through forties on four. <laughs> When they were doing when we were doing run-throughs and like the writers were contestants, you know, a couple weeks ago, that, that's whenever Blaine would make an answer. But uh, I was giving Matt points because he would just buzz in and go seventies. <laughs> so whatever the decade was, he was referencing. I would. Re- I would. <laughs> the buzzer. Oh, that's great. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. That's and awesome. It's good, you know, it's a good it's a good it's a good room. It's a good people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, Blaine's just one of those guys that, and he's a fucking he's. He's like a machine gun of punchlines. Yeah. That once he kind of zeroes in on something, it's just whack, 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 whack. The last couple of days, we were sort of like, we lose steam towards the end of the week, uh, as most daily shows do, especially when we're culling current internet stuff. And like, if nothing's happening on the internet, like on a Wednesday, if nothing's yeah. happening, it just gets like crazy. Yeah, scary. And then Blaine and I just start throwing out ridiculous things that we're never going to make the air but we the other day we did uh, i said uh, rejected baseball foods and then at the same exact time in intonation we went cold dogs <laughs> and i was like we need to leave this room <laughs> you're on this you're too in- it's like your your brain your brain periods are insane and then we both referenced the f troop the same second oh my god and there's like 20 years difference between your ages i know i act like an old you. man but he really does he really does raise the level of a room cuz he puts everyone in a good mood and yeah, he just he does. like he he's uh, I don't remember where we were, but a f- years ago, something like, I, I, Blaine and Drew Carey and I were at something, and we were making fun of the "your mom is so fat" jokes, and it yeah. turned into her pussy's so fat. For I don't know, I, you know oh, how yeah, riffs. Yeah. I don't know. It just it just ended up, and for like a year, every couple weeks, Drew and I would get this uh, this MMS of of. <laughs> 
of plain, just like five fat pussy jokes in a row. We're like, her pussy's so fat, she carries it in a pussy Bjorn. Her pussy's so fat, there's a guest pussy out back. And every time we'd see Blaine, he'd have like six in the chamber. The guy is a, the guy is an unstoppable machine yeah. of puns. A human He's pun great. joke machine. Yeah, he really I is. It. I love him so much. He taught me a lot. I love him so much. I just love him so much, you guys. <laughs> I just love him so much. Oh man. Um, oh, I saw uh, the uh, Brendan Small had um, a bunch of people go to the uh, Vista Theater. On oh yeah, night. I was out of town. Yeah, and uh, oh no, I wasn't. I was shooting you were Talking Dead. I was yeah. shooting Talking Dead. Uh, but it was uh, the tr- uh, the uh, rock opera, the Metalocalypse rock opera. Oh yeah! Uh, it was so incredible. It's so good. It's so good. It's, I think it's uh, it's aired, so you can catch it on Adult Swim. That's but it, awesome. It's like, and it's not just death metal. It's there's a song that's kind of like ABBA. There's a song that's kind of like Thriller from Michael Jackson. There's the, like ballads. There's Love you that. know, and it tells the story of like it's like it's got. He's amazing. Such- I mean, I think most people understand, but. Brendan's like Berkeley School of Music prodigy. Yeah. Oh, he's an excellent guitar player. I was always yeah. I was always really depressed because ten years ago, it was right when I quit drinking. It actually we started writing it while I was still drinking. And the I Tron quit, Rock Opera. The Tron Rock Opera, where he was like, I always wanted to make a rock opera about Tron, and we, I was like, this is one of my favorite movies. And so he and Mike Furman and then Lee Farber, yeah. who's a writer on the Soup, Lee plays drums and. Uh, we wrote a 12-minute rock opera about Tron. And this was before... This was when Tron, like, there was no chance it was ever coming back. Yeah, yeah. It was, still uh, it was like 2003. You mean when cooler heads prevailed? <laughs> I mean... Uh, um, and then... Uh, and we wrote it, and we performed it a handful of times around town. We yeah, never got a good recording of it. Yeah, I know. I'm so bummed. We performed it at the mean, Fake Gallery. performed yeah. it at um, the... Uh, we're recording great. something! <laughs> Is that Jack? <laughs> oh, that's John. Come in, John. Come in. Yep, he just went the other way. <laughs> I don't know why that was, was that? so funny. Uh, it sounded like John. Stewart. That was John Stewart. Our stage manager. Uh, Our stage manager's name is John Stewart. Oh, okay, cool. J O H N. But yeah, we performed it at a bunch of places around. Um, what was that? What was that venue that used to be on um, Hollywood Boulevard? Um, there's one in New York, and then there was the oh the uh, Knitting Factory. Knitting Factory, yeah, yeah. Uh, we performed it there. We never got a good recording. He was had a so video of it too. Furman and I, oh my god, I Furman and I were so factory. much like got so precious about it. We're like, we have to form a band and do this all over the place. And you know, Brendan did it like five times, and he was like, yeah, I want to do something else because he's yeah, such yeah. a fucking. He's, I mean, he'll just sit down and yeah. write something effortlessly. I remember. Uh, when he, you know, he moved to town and you guys were kind of doing that. He was kind of doing stand up, kind of doing, you know, Captain Mustache, that character he had. Yeah. Which is amazing. But then uh, he, uh, I ran into him at Wacko's, you know, the book and toy store art gallery. Of course. Uh, I ran into him there and he was buying uh, like a stack of like heavy metal uh, magazine books and uh, just kind of this old, you know, like, you know, Viking kind of art books and stuff like that. I was like, what are you doing? He's all, I have this idea for like a, it's a, it's a cartoon about this like metal band. That's like the biggest band in the world. And it's just, it's like, you, know, you and they'll play metal songs and there's all this crazy shit happens to them. But I want it to be designed like heavy metal, uh, like heavy metal magazine stuff. I was like, cool. That sounds great. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't need that luck because it's really yeah, yeah. Good. And then he, then he, you know, then it, like two years later, it became he's coming on soon, or maybe he was on by the time this goes up. My brain just flashed to the to us in Montreal, or maybe it was Toronto when we were like in that weird shop looking at all those t-shirts, those metal t-shirts. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Think you bought a hat, maybe. 
Did I buy a hat? You usually buy a hat. I no. you usually buy a knit hat whenever we're. Yeah, yeah. It's because I always <laughs> lose them, and I always want one. <laughs> there was like a Megadeth knit hat or something like that. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I remember when I went to Boston for my special, I I needed a hat, and I got a Wu Tang hat from uh, yeah. New- Newberry Comics. Nice. Yeah. As long as it kind of looks like it could be worn from uh, uh, by a member of Spin Doctors, I'll get it. <laughs> Jonah, it's Prince Serpent for you. Just got it. I get bummed out I've never been recognized in a Newberry comic. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, that would be where that should happen. You know what? Even I, last time I went, there was a guy wearing like an Andrew Jackson Jihad uh, yeah. shirt and... Uh, and like it's like I played that band, that and you band were like, like "Get ready!" Here I was it like, comes. "Here it is!" <laughs> uh, and, and I was like, "Hey, can I take a picture of your shirt for uh, my friends?" And uh, uh, and just like, the guy's like, uh, "Yeah, I guess so." Uh, that's <laughs> funny. And I'll just go over to the Doctor Who stuff and go, "Hey guys." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no? no one. All right. I'll just uh, head out. That's what reminds me. I had dinner, dinner with Marin in Portland a few months ago, mm-hmm. and we went to this uh, this this restaurant that was like super. Like a hipster, uh, I think it was. Thai. Oh, was it a restaurant in Portland? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> fucking cock. And so uh, that was great. Don't tell no, him okay. that. No, it was good. It was good. <laughs> and so we're and so there's a really long line. And he said something to me that was really funny. He was like, "Yeah, you know, it's like you don't want people to recognize you when you're doing shit, but then when you want to get a table, that's when you want them to recognize you." <laughs> it's not, it was really funny to hear him admit that. Yeah, you know, that it was yeah. like. Yeah, most of the time, he doesn't really want to be bothered. But then, like in that one moment, he's like, "Man, it'd be really great if we didn't have to wait in this yeah, line. It'd be really yeah. nice." <laughs> um, I think I gotta. We gotta go to rehearsal because we have a show tonight. Pat Oswalt's on tonight. Oh, fun! And uh, Matt Bronger and Nikki Glazer. Uh, so good line. I know. That was a good run. Sweet, yeah. Sweet lineup. Who's um, gonna be in the third spot? Uh, Bronger. No, Patton. Patton will probably be. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I think it's Patton. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm guessing it'll be Bronger, Nikki, Patton. Yep. Because we put the girl nice. in the middle all the time. I don't mean. We don't mean to. We don't mean to, but it's just a nice mix. It just happens that way. It lets it's you like boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah. Uh, boy, girl, boy. Because the girl will always have a filthier joke than the man, and that makes us feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, great job, Matt Myra. Uh, nice job, Katie. Not giving a shit. Good to see you. Uh, Jonah great. Ray. Jonah, nice, nice job. Not giving Nid a shit ever. What do, no, come on. You got to have something more than that. Knit hats? You said Nid. good stuff. You're just saying a thing now to me. Hats. No, nah, that's even less than the, the descriptor. Now, uh, okay. All right. Knit up, please. Okay. Well, uh, thanks <laughs> for the last Nerdist podcast. Uh, I'll what? see you later. Knit up, please, is fine. Okay. Let's figure out a hashtag for that. You can say it on the show. I can say it. <laughs> no, I already blew it out on the thing. This is really funny, Impromptu Hostful, which uh, started out as the intro to the Harrison Ford, uh, the, the apologetic intro to the Harrison Ford podcast, and then I somehow managed to trick these guys into sitting down for 44 minutes and, yeah. and, and talking. I hope I don't have to be anywhere. Uh, it's my life. <laughs> it's my life. And he throws <laughs> his hand up. <laughs> and he just passed out. <laughs> Jonah is out. My life. Shakes his head. And dies. <laughs> Good to see you. It was great to see you Hope guys. Hope we get to hang out soon. Like friends. Yeah. That'd like friends nice. do. That'd be nice. Say it off mic then. All right. You're such a good friend, Chris. Thanks, Jonah. Could you say that into the microphone? Oh, that sure. I'm a good friend. I don't know why I would do that, but yeah. you're such a good. Oh, oh good. Quit. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't really like you. <laughs> Too real. What? I love you, jerks. Enjoy a burrito. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, 
a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.